Welcome to the High Performer Podcast, where we help you live deeper, perform better, and work smarter so you can experience wild success without compromising your quality of life in the process. I'm your host, Taylor Thompson. I'm a speaker, author, and high-performance business strategist ready to help you make the most of your one life. Ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited for today's episode all about how to create a life and health first business. This is coming off on such a good week. Last week, if you listened to my episode with Josh Kreifels on metabolic health, one of the things that we talked about is making time for health. And this was something when I started working with Josh on my metabolic health and just optimizing my health in general. It takes time, right? It takes time. And it was kind of a shock to me to figure out how to make that work. But essentially, I just do what I do best. And that is time optimization and business optimization to really shift things around so that I can make time for it. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about today, right? Is creating that life and health first business so that you can put your life and health first and creating a business that supports that. So let me ask you this. Why did you start your business in the first place? I'm going to give you a minute. Okay, maybe like 10 seconds. Next question. Are you experiencing that? Are you? And if you are, is it at the expense of your quality of life? Did you start your business so that you could be more present with your loved ones? Did you start your business so that you could be paying yourself $10,000 a month and living a more luxurious lifestyle? Did you start your business so that you could have full time freedom and flexibility? Do you have that? Right? Do you have those things? Are you experiencing them? Reconnect to why you started your business, why you got into entrepreneurship. I want you to get really honest with if you are experiencing that. And if you are, is it at the expense of your quality of life? If you want those 10K months to have a more luxurious lifestyle, but you're working so much that you can't even enjoy what you've worked so hard to give yourself, did you build a business that actually makes you less present with loved ones because you're always thinking about work or you're on your laptop or on your phone doing work, most entrepreneurs get into business for a specific reason, right? Something sparked something inside of you and inspired you to go down this journey, the path less traveled, and maybe your business runs your life. So I'm going to give you six steps for how to create a life and health first business because you can, right? It is going to seem so simple. These six steps, yes, of course, this is going to be ideal if you're able to write these down. If not, that's okay. Listen to it and then come back and take notes. First is, what do you want to do each week in life? Really think about what you want life to look like every week. Is it date night every Thursday? Sunday afternoon weekly prep? Is it waking up at 7 a.m. but not before? Making and eating dinner every night from 6 to 7? Maybe having a 30-minute bedtime routine, talking to a loved one on the phone for 45 minutes, thinking about when you do laundry, grocery shopping. As an entrepreneur, 
These can be whenever you want in your calendar. If you have a brick and mortar business, maybe this looks a little different. I know most that are listening are online entrepreneurs. You get to determine when you do these things. You do not have to go grocery shopping on Saturday and Sunday. If you do not want to, you could go grocery shopping on Tuesday morning. You can do laundry on a Thursday afternoon, whatever you want. Okay, if you want to do your weekly house prep on Monday or Friday, you can. It doesn't even have to be on the weekend. You could have weekends free of housework and work work if you want. So step one is just getting really clear on what you want for your life each week. What do you need to do for life? What is that? Okay, writing out a list of all of it. Step number two, what do you want to do each week for your health? Maybe these are some of the things that you've already written down in step one. What do you need to do each week for your health? Is that a daily 30-minute morning walk? Maybe it's doing a coffee enema twice a week. Maybe you're doing sauna and cold plunge three times a week at 7 a.m. Maybe you meditate every day at like 3 p.m. Maybe you have a Tuesday midday yoga class that you love going to. What do you want to do each week for your health? Write out a list. Step three, this sounds so simple, and it is, add these into your calendar. So I want you to go into Google Calendar, create an additional calendar. So I like to name this ideal calendar and add everything in. Add in the meditation, the Tuesday yoga class, when you're sauna and cold plunging, when you're grocery shopping, when you're doing laundry, when you're making and eating dinner, add all of those things in. 3B of this step is to mark the things that are non-negotiable. So whatever you need to do, you have everything added into your calendar, whatever you need to do to mark the things that are non-negotiable. So adding an asterisk at the beginning of the title or maybe making it a different color. Maybe it's red or maybe it's black or something like that. These are the things that are required for your quality of life. If that 3 p.m. meditation changes the second half of your day, That is required for your quality of life because you know when you miss it, maybe your quality of life that day just continues to go down, okay? 30-minute bedtime routine. Is that your self-care you time that you just really look forward to wrapping the day up in that beautiful way? That is required for your quality of life. So you have every putting all of these things into your calendar, marking which ones are non-negotiable and or required for your quality of life. Mark it however you want. Make sure that you can easily see what these are. And then we're halfway through. Step four, you can now see your capacity that is available to run and grow your business. You have your life and health things first in your calendar. So now you can look and see when you're able to run your business. Maybe you have 50 hours a week. Maybe you have 20 hours a week. This is your capacity, right? So get clear on what this number is right? Step four, get clear on what is left over for you to run your business. Step five, two more steps. Step five, write out a list of everything that you do in your business. Three lists, high priority, medium priority, and low priority. High priority are things like bookkeeping, taxes, revenue generating tasks, right? The things that you do that you know when you do them, it brings money in. Lead nurturing, right? This is the pre-revenue step, right? Staying connected to your leads so they eventually convert and you can help them. Don't let them go cold. That's high priority. 
client, customer, patient fulfillment. So like meetings, notes, emails, service fulfillment, like anything that you need to do to fulfill a service or product or something that you have sold. These are high priority, okay? Make this a list. Medium priority, okay? These are things that are important, but ultimately you could do without them for a while if you needed to. And then low priority is this would be great to do, but it's really not important. This step five may seem tedious. It is, but it's important, right? Creating a life and health first business is hard. There's a reason most people aren't doing it, and it's because they don't take time to do these things that I am telling you today here for free. These are some things that I tell my paying clients, but you're getting it on this podcast for free, which is so cool. Step five is hard. It's tedious. It's all of the things that you probably don't want to do, but it is the thing that is going to change everything for you. Okay, so step five, writing all that out. At minimum, just do the high priority. Like literally, what are the things that need to happen to keep my doors open with my business and to keep revenue coming in? And then the last step is step six. So this is determining how many hours a week your high priority items are in your business. You can do this for medium and low if you want, but we're really just talking high priority. Your high priority business tasks go in your calendar and to-do list first. So if you have 15 hours a week of high priority tasks and your capacity available to run your business is 20 hours, wonderful then you have an extra five hours a week that you can do medium priority things. And guess what? Literally the rest of the week is life and health stuff. So if you have more high priority items than hours in your ideal week, then you can do two things, okay? So this is if you've got more, like your high priority items are maybe 30 hours a week and you've got 20 hours available every week for your business. One, see if all of these items are really actually high priority. Are they actually high priority? If you took it away, can your business still run well and grow? Number two, strip down to your non-negotiables in life and health to open up more capacity, right? An example of this for me is in my ideal calendar, I go to the gym and lift weights four times a week. And also on those days, I am doing a 45 to 60 minute walk outside. Non-negotiable for me is weightlifting. The walking is not non-negotiable. I would like to do that, but it's not required. If I need to open up more capacity in my week for business, then that's something I know that can go. I can remove the walk, right? And that gives me an extra hour every day. Also, of course, if you have more high priority items than you do capacity in your week, you can outsource. That's an awesome option as well, right? Now, if you cannot make it work, then you may need to rework your business model, your offers, your pricing, your client onboarding process, et cetera, and or outsource more if you can afford it right now. That's a really tough love. If you're trying to build a life first business, You're not going to be doing it working 50 hours a week. I see entrepreneurs that almost never ends. They think that they're doing it for a season. They're like, oh, I just need to hustle for two years, work 50 to 60 hour weeks, and then I'll be able to work 10 hour weeks. I tell you what, when people are not disciplined, they just continue working 50 to 60 hour weeks. Okay, so 
my challenge for you is this podcast episode. It's literally putting in your life and health things into your calendar and your to-do list first. What's left over to grow and run your business? Then I challenge you as a high performer, I challenge you to run your business in that capacity that you have available. And then if you want to bring on other projects and do things, number one, you can slingshot, right? Like I talked about in episode 58, you can slingshot. So you can pull back on some things and get that thing out and going, or you can pull back on some of your things that aren't required for your life and health, right? You can pull back on the walks and have an extra six hours in your week to do a new business project. Okay, this is building a life and health first business. So if you didn't take notes, definitely come back to this, take notes. But I really want you to be thinking about this because you see most entrepreneurs think, I'll do whatever it takes. If that's 50 hours a week, cool. If that's 20, cool. Without ever actually having a tangible idea of what it takes. If the space is available, entrepreneurs are going to fill it, usually with work. And then you end up in this never-ending burnout cycle of always working because you think that's what you need to do. Instead, schedule, literally schedule, life and health first. Then see your capacity for business. And I challenge you to fit your high-priority business tasks in that time allotment. You'll be surprised at how much your business actually is going to grow because you're prioritizing yourself and your life, your well-being first. It's really, really cool. I am so excited for you to actually implement this. So I would love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram at HeyTaylorThompson. Let me know how this is going for you. When I have my clients implement this, it's truly incredible. I'm actually personally getting ready to do this exercise again for myself for 2024. Because like I talked about in episode 58, in the slingshot episode, my my work has been different in 2023. It's looked so different. I have not worked very much. I have made more money in my business this year, worked less than I ever have, and prioritized getting this book out. And it's just been all over the place. We, I actually haven't even had set offers in my business. I've just basically been doing client referrals, existing clients. I pulled back even on my capacity for clients, just all the things. It's been kind of a wild year. It's been a throw spaghetti at the wall year for me, which has been fun, especially while I was making the book the number one priority. But 2024 is going to look very different. And I'm excited because I'm going to work even less than I did this year, and I'm projected to double my revenue that I did this year. Very excited. So anyways, all this to say, I'm doing this exercise for myself in December, like mid to late December. I'm going through and creating this for myself. So going back in, seeing what I want my 2024 schedule to be for my life and health, and then figuring out how many hours a week I have to run my business. And I'm going to do it right? The challenge is amazing. So if you need help with this, I would be so glad to help you. If you need that extra support, I am here. I have some one-on-one strategy calls that are available through December 13th at a deeply discounted rate, basically first come first serve. So as you are hearing this podcast episode, I may or may not have spots available, but the link is below. This stuff is my jam optimizing, creating that life and health first business, 
and optimizing your time, your energy, your revenue, all of that so that your business actually supports the life that you want to live. So like I said at the beginning of the episode, if your business is running you, that's not fun. That's probably not why you got into entrepreneurship. So if you need that extra support on this, I am here. Click the link in the show notes and we will hop on a call together and work this out for yourself. And I'll be there to support you. All right. I will see you next week, friend. Thank you so much for joining us this week on another holistic high performer episode. Podcasts are so freaking amazing. But one of the things I dislike about podcasts is that it's kind of a one way street. And I want to connect with you. I would love it so much if you would send me a DM on Instagram at KTaylorThompson telling me what you loved about today's episode. Thank you again for joining me and I can't wait for you to catch next week's episode.